0: Welcome to the Content Amplified podcast, brought to you by Masset. Our goal is to help you get more from your marketing content. Each episode is a 10 to 15 minute interview with industry experts that share amazing insights to help you squeeze as much juice from your content as you possibly can. Here's today's interview.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Content Amplified. Today I'm joined by Katie. Katie, how are you doing today?
0: I'm great. How are you?
1: Doing well. Katie, thanks for joining us. It'll probably be January before anyone hears this, but it was just Halloween last night. Katie and I had a fun time talking about uh, hauling three year olds through the cold weather, getting their candy and all that good stuff. But, um, Katie, before we start, would you mind sharing a little bit about your background and kind of your passions in marketing a little bit?
0: My name is Katie Sweet. I'm director of content marketing at Zappy. Zappy is an agile market research platform. I've been in content marketing for, I don't know, I haven't done the math several, many years. And I don't know, I think I'm just passionate about using content to deliver value to your audience and something that that educates and entertains your audience. I feel like there's a lot of bad content out there. So you're doing a great job if you just provide something that is interesting. So yeah, I think that's probably what I'm most excited about in content
1: Perfect. Well, thanks again for taking the time today. So we have a fun subject. I think Katie called it a little meta when we were talking before, because it's, we're talking about a podcast on a podcast about podcasting and all that kind of fun stuff. But uh, Katie, you started a podcast like three years ago for your business and it's still going strong. How did that start? What's the origin story of this podcast that you started?
0: So the podcast is called Insight Insights, and it's a podcast for the market research and insights industry. I am not the host like you are, just to clarify. I'm the content marketer behind the scenes. But like all things that started in 2020, it was fueled by the pandemic. When the pandemic hit, we pivoted pretty quickly to putting together this virtual summit. We called it the Virtual Insight Summit. And the whole idea was just to bring the industry together, deliver a series of sessions of insights, leaders, people, folks sharing their experiences. And I think it was a two-day long thing. It was very successful. People were really excited about it. and It taught us a few things. Uh, we learned that, at least in our industry, and I, I'm sure this is universal across other industries, was that people were really excited, especially at that time, to connect and to learn from their peers. They were interested in hearing what Zappy had to say, and especially what our president, Ryan Barry had to say. And we saw that Ryan was a very engaging person, even virtually. I think we we knew that he spoke really well in person and is really charismatic, but he was engaging virtually and, and interviewed really well. And coming out of that, we were like, well, we can't put together this summit like every other month. How else can we sort of keep this going? And I think a podcast was a natural next step for us in that way. And Ryan was super on board. He'll say that he wasn't, but I think that that's a lie because in my memory, he was like really gung-ho about this. He maybe didn't think it was a podcast necessarily, but he did keep, keep interviewing people and kept sending me interview content that was like, completely unplanned for and and not strategic. It was just like, oh, I did this interview. And then as a content marketer, you're like, well, this is great. It's almost an embarrassment of riches. Like, what do I do with this content? I don't have a plan <laughs> for this. I don't have a process for I'm going to do with this. So putting it within the the construct of a podcast made a lot more sense. And then we're like, okay, now we know how we use this and what we do with it and what the interviews should even be about. So anyway, long story short, we we decided to do a podcast. I was very hesitant to do a podcast and had been for a long time in my career because I love podcasts actually it's um I listen to them all the time so when I'm like no I don't want to do a podcast it seems silly but I've been very anti podcast because I didn't think that we could do it well or as well as the companies where this is what they do for a business like all the podcasts that I listen to are produced by media companies and so they are produced you know weekly or some other regular cadence the production value is really good they're good entertaining educational content that you want to listen to. And I know that as a business podcast, we're not just competing with all the other business podcasts. We're competing with any other podcast. And so I I wanted to make sure that we could do something good. And my fear was that we would get really excited about it, produce five or six really great episodes, and then really slow our pace down after that. And it would be a slog to get them out or we produce one a month and then we'd slow down entirely and we'd skip a few months and it'd be like oh we're heavy into event season let's pause on the podcast for a second or you know all that type of stuff where priorities shift in a business and it just you lose focus so i wanted to make sure that we could produce something good and you know at a, at a regular cadence and so Ryan and i were on board about this but i needed to get the rest of the marketing team on board so we met with the marketing leader and the marketing team and we said this is what we want to do. This is why we're going to do a six-month pilot to just like test this out and see how this goes. Are you all supportive? And the reason that we ask is because we want to make sure that this is a priority in the marketing team. So there might be times where maybe we can't get this ad out because, you know, the designer who's working on the podcast needs to get the audio files done today so that we can produce it tomorrow or whatever. We really haven't had too many conflicts in that sense, but it was just an issue that I foresaw is potentially happening and and you have to get the whole marketing team on board that like, we're going to do this. So that's what we did and they were supportive and they were supportive of a six month pilot and that went well and we went from there.
1: So when you did the pilot, did you have like specific metrics of success? Like when you said, okay, we're going to do it for six months and find out if we like it or not. Did you have any requirements you gave to the team to say, Hey, if we've done this, That means success and let's move forward. And then kind of a secondary point to that, how did all of that help with constantly getting buy-in from people instead of just that one time, that constant, hey, this is a priority. Let's stick with it. We can't go the way of every other podcast. How does that all work And, and how do you manage that?
0: So it was hard to say without having like put out an episode what a good number of listens looked like. So I think really we just wanted to make sure the numbers were okay and that they were growing. So like if three people listened to the first episode and then three people listen to the second and the third and then you're like, hmm, we can't keep producing this podcast for three people. So we want to make sure that that number is constantly growing and that it seems like a reasonable number. I think we looked at like, you know, what what a business podcast number should look like. But I think every company is so different and your industry is different. So I think it's hard to give a real benchmark in that sense. So we're really just benchmarking against ourselves. We were also looking qualitatively of like how the process is going. Like if this is hard to get this out and like every episode is stressful and we can't get the time, like Ryan can't make the time and it's hard to get the interviews and like it is hard. We're just, we should stop. <laughs> Um, because there are probably other things that we could do with our time. So that was one of them. I think if Ryan came to the conclusion, like, I can't prioritize this. I have other things. You know, I'm president of this company. I have other things that I need to do. That would be a reason to stop too. But he has has been on board the whole time, and the numbers were growing then and now. So we're keeping it going. In terms of constantly getting buy-in, it, it is a good point, and it is something that, I felt like we had to do, I feel like now after three years, we've gotten to a good point, but especially in the beginning, I felt like I needed to be a champion and like a defender of this podcast a little bit, especially as we have new marketing leaders come in. You know, over three years, we've had a, f- a few different leaders and it's having to, to pr- show the numbers and to show how we're using it in other areas of our marketing and, you know, and show the growth that is, is important. I think having the executive sponsor of Ryan is big, but Zappi has never been a company that's just going to listen to one leader and say, well, it's his podcast. We'll just keep it going. Like if they're like, this isn't doing anything, we should stop. Like they would do that.
1: If, if I'm a, a business, you know, I, I'm a content marketer or anyone on marketing and I'm like asking myself the question, should I do a podcast? How do you answer that question for a business? When does it make sense? And when doesn't it make sense to do a podcast?
0: I've always believed that you shouldn't just like jump on the bandwagon of the tactic that everybody is doing just because everybody is. I don't think that you need to be on TikTok just because everybody is on TikTok. I think you should have a podcast if you think that you have something to say to your audience specifically, and you think that you could do it well. I think that if you don't have a good angle, if you don't have a good host, then it's it's not worth doing. And I'm sure there are other avenues that you could explore that would be more impactful to your business. I think we're very lucky to have Ryan, who's a very charismatic interviewer and has a brand in the industry that we can capitalize on. And like that's a very good fit. We as a brand are known to be innovators and sort of like on the, the cutting edge of where the industry is going. And so it makes sense to have guests on who have sort of transformed their insights function and to share those insights with the rest of the industry. That all makes sense to us. If we didn't have that fit, if we didn't have something that made sense, then I don't think we would have done a podcast. So that's that's my tip is like, if you have something to say, have value can you can deliver in a podcast format, you know, with a host and a team that can support it or, you know, that you have a process that can work, then that makes sense. Of course, you're not going to know exactly what you're doing the second you start and you can experiment and grow and whatever. But like, if you're just doing it to do it, like, I think that that's a bad idea. I think that's a bad idea across all content formats. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're getting close to the end of the podcast. So I've got one really kind of useful thing. We always talk about repurposing content. So when you have a podcast episode, obviously you don't just let it sit there as only a a podcast episode. What do you do to extract as much value out of the episode as possible?
0: I do think we sort of viewed it like that at the start. we repurposed it in a few ways, but we were just trying to get ears on the podcast. So we'd promote, we'd put it on LinkedIn and be like a new podcast episode has dropped, like go listen, go listen, really trying to get people to listen to it our episodes are an hour long. Yours are so much shorter. So that's <laughs> way less of a time investment, but we're asking people to listen for an hour. And that's a big ask. Of course, we're chopping it up into other things. I think a big one is video clips. So we record video. It's like th- th- three ish minute clips that I'll put together and we'll put those on LinkedIn. And the view is is not necessarily that we'll use them to promote the episode, which I think was maybe our mindset in the past, but it's my mindset of it now is like if you just watch that that one three-minute clip hopefully you've learned something maybe you haven't learned all the things that you would have in that hour-long episode but you've learned something and hopefully you see it's from zappy and you have the takeaway of oh those people at zappy really know what they're talking about or like that was good i have some positive association with zappy and that's all that i can ask for for the podcast anyway so that's a huge one and then we can use those clips for other things too like sometimes we'll put them in blog posts when they're making a point that we were trying to make or salespeople might send them out. Like, oh, I thought of you in this clip of the podcast or whatever. But we also have a really great product marketing team who's always looking for quotes and testimonials and proof points to just back up everything that they're saying. So if we have an insights leader from McDonald's who says something like, I got consumer feedback to early and often to iterate on my innovation process, and that's been really successful for us for these three ways. That's so much more credible than us saying, you need consumer feedback early and often through your innovation process. It's it's much better f- coming from them than it is from us. So they'll use those. And then personally, I just love using the podcast as like research on our audience and our ICP. So many people on our podcast are customers or just people who could be customers and just hearing what they're dealing within their lives. They're not just necessarily talking about how they use our software. They're talking about, you know, the struggles that they're facing and the successes that they're proud of. And you're just getting inside their head in a really cool way. So those of us that don't talk to customers on a regular basis, this is really useful to make us smarter and better at our jobs. So I think those are the ways, the, the key ways that we use it.
1: Perfect. Well, as always, this goes by super quick. Thank you for all of your insights though. This is super helpful. There's enough we could talk about this for like a few more episodes. So we might have to have you back at some point in time, but- uh,
0: I would love that.
1: Awesome, I love it. Okay. Well, if anyone wants to continue the conversation before the next version of this podcast, how can they reach out and connect with you online?
0: Yeah, so my name again is Katie Sweet. You can find me on LinkedIn and just connect with me there. If you are interested in market research or the market research industry, you can listen to our podcast, Inside Insights. Again, I'm not the host, so you won't hear me, but I am behind the scenes.
1: Okay. I love it. Perfect. And we will link to both of those in the show notes. Katie, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks, Ben. Was a blast. Thank you for listening to the Content Amplified podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review. And for additional ways to get more out of your content, visit our website at GetMasset.com. That's GetMasset.com. And tune in next time to the Content Amplified podcast.